The Veritas Radio Network is guaranteed the right to offend, annoy, agitate, shout heresy, and entertain. You start programming right now. Kind of like the cultural sewage served up on Bravo or CMT, only it's on 24 hours a day, except Sundays. When the truth gets you angry and you throw your smartphone, remember, no one is forcing you to listen to the truth on the Veritas Radio Network. You can't handle the truth. You're doing that of your own free will. That's what makes this country great and any gay marriage pointless. That's offensive. So there isn't much you can do about it, Chowderhead. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Grab a book, take a vow, and conform your mind to reality. Reality. Otherwise, you're just another Judas-inspired Karl Marx wannabe. And your children will steal your credit card number to buy tickets to the Miley Cyrus Twerkers Ball. I came in like a Are you ready? Let's get it on. On the Veritas Radio Network's Crusade. Some of us have figured out that almost all American government must be avoided like the bird flu. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity, or remorse, or fear, and it absolutely will not stop, ever, until you are dead. That's why she exercised her option to escape. Learn to exercise your options and listen to the Suzanne Option exclusively on the Veritas Radio Network's Crusade Channel. Courage sold separately. week without Mike Church, but fear not, he will be back uh, live and in the studio on Monday. Meanwhile, uh, you're stuck with uh, me and with Christopher. It looks like we're the only two that have bothered to show up for work today here at the Veritas Radio Network, radio the way it should be. I'm Suzanne Sherman, and this is the Suzanne Option. The number here at the studios here is 844-5-CRUSADE, 844-5-7. 8723. Go ahead and check out our website as well, veritasradionetwork.com. And uh, while you're there, why don't you just go ahead and click forward slash join and get yourself a Founders Pass. We've had some amazing shows both on uh, here, if I uh, can blow my own horn, and also um, the uh, Constitution Hour, the Mark Kreslin Show starting us off every morning. You can join for as little as 23 cents a day and download all of the shows and listen to them at your leisure. Yesterday, we got so busy uh, with our guest, Dr. Block, I was not able to get uh, our first caller on it. We're going to just kick off the network right now, uh, kick off the show right now with our uh, first caller live on the Cowgirl Esquire hotline. Jose, welcome to the Suzanne Option here on the Veritas Radio Network. Radio the way it should be. How are you today? Thanks, Suzanne. I'm doing great. And it's Friday, so how can we not be doing good, right? Absolutely. You know, I, I'm so glad that you took the time to call back. Um, I know I have to protect your confidentiality because of your line of work, but yesterday, Dr. Block and I discussed how um, scandalously, in my opinion, children these days are being drugged to, um, in my opinion, 
in, in, uh, as, as a substitute for examining medical issues to treat behavioral and attention disorders. Now, I know you, are, you work in the system as a child advocate. Tell me what your experience in this subject is. Some of what I would say that I can say is that it is child abuse. Um, I, I had uh, ADHD when I was young. It was called, um, you know, I was a little hyperactive. So guess what? My parents didn't give me any Coca-Cola and things like that. And they told me in the morning, go run. Run it out of you. Go play. Have a good time. Um, we'll see you, you know, when the lights turn on at night, basically. Come back. Of course, you know, lunch and stuff like that. But some of what I've seen in the system, and I do work in it on a daily basis, is that it is child abuse. Some of the drugs... And the amount, not only the drugs themselves, the quantity and the dosage that they're on would shock people. And some people may be aware of it. Um, but like uh, your guest yesterday, what little I did was able to hear, she was amazing, but she's right. A lot of the drugs that these kids are on for ADHD are amphetamines. Um, these are, I think, a class two. They are felonies. If they bring it to school and give it or sell it to one of their friends, and believe me, this does happen, it is a felony charge. Um, to these drugs, and and, the, and and many kids that I'm aware of and that I work with, so I'm not just saying things that I've read, they are on multiple drugs, Seroquel, ADHD drugs, you name it, there's many, um, and then that's not even getting into the Prozac and the Xanax, and, and these are kids we're talking about, folks, I'm not talking about adults, I am talking about children, 16 or younger, um, the group that I work with is typically between 11 and 16. And as, as we discussed yesterday, Dr. Block, in fact, took specific time to go over the side effects of these drugs and to mention mm -hmm. that there have been no tests uh, because we start with one and then they have to deal with the side effects of that drug. And you end up, she had a student or a patient on actually six different psychotropic medications. And as we have seen, as you and I have discussed on radio before, um, and it's fantastic to have you back, and I know your fans are listening and happy to hear us both together as well. Um, we have seen a lot of mass shooting incidents where what is being ignored by the media is the fact that the significant majority of these shooters have been on these psychotropic drugs for some time, but instead they focus on uh, their agenda, which is uh, the guns, and to focus on uh, gun control instead of focusing on the drugs that have influenced these children, as we know, uh, uh, significant sociopathic behavior is a result of this. So imagine, if you will, how this would be different if the gun lobby paid as much to the uh, politicians as did the, uh, as did the pharmaceutical companies did. Great point. In a former iteration of my life, uh, 10, 12 years ago, I worked for a major pharmaceutical. I mean major, I'm not going to say the name. It was one of the, probably the biggest. It was at that time. It was the biggest. Everything that we made, and I worked in a manufacturing plant, everything that we made had side effects. Some side effects, they had signs up in the area where I worked that said they don't even know what the side effects are from things that they were developing. They knew some of them, but not everything, because like I said, we, some of our stuff was pre-production. Some things were already in production. Everything has side effects, and like you said, when you're mixing things together, and folks, I'm going to tell you right now, I am not an MD. I am not a psychiatrist. I am not a psychologist. I have a little bit of common sense, I'd like to believe. Some of these things that they're giving these kids and the dosages that they're giving them and with other drugs, anybody with common sense would say, wait, hold on. Plus, you've got to remember the other big thing, in my opinion, with children is they are developing yet. Remember, these minds 
these kids aren't developed. Girls until early 20s, boys until mid-20s. More recent studies are showing. These kids are they're in puberty. They all kinds of developmental things going on in their world. And, of course, everybody's a little bit different. So you've got that on top of it. It is amazing to me. And I see these kids, and they, I'm not surprised that they are doing things like this. They, they simply, I mean, they're not themselves. They're like little zombies. And I call it child abuse. And I have talked to people that are in the field of education and have been for many, many years. That's not, once again, not my area of expertise, but I've talked to people that are. They tell me, and one man in particular that I hold in high esteem, said there is no such thing as ADHD. And he said it is a crying shame. And he said that over and over to me. And I said, well, why don't you speak out against it? And for whatever reason, he doesn't, whether people won't believe him or I, I don't know. He said there is no such thing as ADHD. And like I said, simply it was called, um, you know, when I was growing up, it was called that you're hyperactive. And what yeah, kid isn't hyperactive? It's called, you know, being, it's called being a child. They are a child. They are, they, they, are in a, they are developing at a rate. We don't even understand it. I mean, I fully believe in God and a, and a supreme creator, a divine creator. We, we are just now starting to understand a little bit about what's happening in the brain at certain things. And every day, though, they come up with more things. We can't even comprehend that. And these kids are developing. It, it just it disgusts me what I see. And, and once again, I can't say anything. That's not part of what my job is. But I'll tell you what, folks, I can't help feel bad for the kids in many of these cases because they have no say in the matter. The doctors, the you know, so the pediatricians, the psychologists, the psychiatrists, all these people are prescribing. And typically, if it doesn't work, well, we better give them a higher dosage or, gee, we better switch medications to a different one. Um, you know, if within three or four weeks, little Johnny isn't able to sit still, you know, and mind his, mind his P's and Q's and, and not contribute in his own way. And Suzanne, you and I have talked many, many times off the off the air about um, kids and having different developmental cycles and, and just being individual. But they're all creations of God and what we're doing to them. I, I just think that, like many other things that we do to children born and unborn, it's just it's child abuse. It's at a minimum, it's child abuse. I absolutely agree. And, Jose, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to call in today. I'm sorry we have to keep it so short. I have some no, announcements no to make before I bring my guest, Toby Bridges, on to talk about what the federal government has done, it's another scandal um, out here in the West with the reintroduction or the introduction of an invasive species of wolves. But, Jose, thank you so much for coming on, and I would really like to revisit this subject with you because it is one that I have experienced in my personal life with my own child and was the advocate and did not subject him to that. Uh, mm -hmm. I applaud you for speaking out and have the courage to say what I was told I was going to be stepping into a fire pit. So uh, thank you. And with that... I would like to also make a couple announcements. Again, the reminder, have no fear. Mike Church, our fearless leader, will be back here on Monday. I also want to thank uh, caller Ter uh, Jean Daly yesterday, who is the proud recipient of a gift from Tail Gunner. And I also want to thank Tail Gunner for being so generous in supporting the network and uh, supplying my listeners and supporters with her wonderful uh, back-of-the-cabin line of um, skincare products. Also, my son is uh, going to be racing in the uh, uh, shifter cart series in the um, Utah Motorsports at uh, the Utah Motorsports Park campus this um, weekend. I want to wish him luck, and he also told me last night that apparently I have a new band of listeners out there at the Utah Motorsports campus. I want to give a shout-out to the bad boys over at Air Power, uh, Sean, Les, Timo. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, for the kind words I heard about the show. Also, one more announcement. Next week, I have 
uh, Dr. Arthur T. Bradley. He is the author of the national best-selling book, The Handbook to Practical Disaster Preparedness for the Family. This is a book that you can rely on. It is the first one that I ever purchased, got me started. You can get it on Amazon. He is also a member of the faculty for Preppers Universe, uh, University, as you recall, uh, Dr. or um, uh, survival mom. She was on our show and uh, has Preppers University. He is on there. And I'm bringing this up early because I just got a notice on my um, weather app on my phone that there have been significant uh, thunderstorms in the New Orleans area. I pray for the people out there. I think 30,000 people last time I checked were without power. So, um, you know, if, if you're in that area and you're prepared, this should just be a mild hiccup for you. You should not be going through significant turmoil if you are, in fact, uh, prepared. So that being said, I want to introduce my next guest. His name is Toby Bridges, and he has an organization called Lobo Watch. Toby, I want to welcome you to the uh, Suzanne Auction on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, radio the way it should be. How are you today? I'm doing fine, and thank you for having me on, Suzanne. We, you know, the wolf, the wolf problem out here has become exactly that. It's probably right now the greatest wildlife disaster ever in our lifetimes. Probably the only thing that's larger on a larger scale was the annihilation of the buffalo. And, uh, and as you would probably guess, uh, both of these disasters have been very well planned by our own United States government. Can you first also introduce Lobo Watch? That is your organization, and tell us what the purpose is and how this came about. Obviously, in a, as a result of this disaster, let's let our listeners know how to find this and follow up and why you started this. Well, you know, I moved out here from Missouri back in 2007, and I had not been into Montana for a number of years, and uh, and I live in Missoula, and I, and I love it out here. And uh, I woke up one morning and realized I'd probably seen enough cornfields back in the Midwest to last me a lifetime. So I came out here to enjoy the good life in the mountains and all the wildlife. What I found was, this disaster just getting a really strong hold. You know, the elk numbers were not here. The deer numbers were down. It, you know, a lot of game was, was becoming more and more scarce, and the reason why was because of the introduction of a, a, a non-native Canadian wolf into this ecosystem. And, you know, nobody was fighting it. And that's what gave me the idea for Lobo Watch. I remember one evening sitting there on the couch looking over at my wife and saying, you're not going to like about what I'm about ready to do. And she said, what's that? And I told her all about Lobo Watch, what it was, what it was going to be, and what that is, it was going to keep a spotlight on the problem and actually call out the people and point out the people who were, who were responsible for this disaster. And... Uh, and that's basically how Lobo Watch got started. And, and uh, you know, I have, a, I have a website. It's at www.lobowatch.com. And uh, there's, a, there's a, you know, about 80 or 90 really good reports on there if anybody wants to really catch up on what is happening out here. But it is uh, it, it's truly a disaster, and it's all linked to a, to a lot of other government programs. Well, you know, here on the Veritas Radio Network, we are about the truth. And the truth is uh, conforming your mind to reality. 
And my understanding of wolves was uh, based on conforming my mind to the fantasy. And that is put forth by watching uh, shows from, from Disney, from Discovery Channel, Nat Geo. And that's it. Wolves are really just a step away from, from canines, from dogs. They're just a little bit different, but we see them on the nature shows. They're lovable and affectionate towards their keepers. And the media has, uh, I even I, this might have changed, but originally when they first were going to re reintroduce them, or introduce, I should say, this species, uh, there has never been an attack by a wild wolf on, on man. They only kill what they're going to eat. They keep the herds healthy by only uh, preying on the weak and the sick. And today, uh, with my friend Tony Bridges here, we are going to give you the truth and tell you exactly what is going on, because you're not going to hear this on the industrial, the, the media industrial complex, because we're going to see who's driving this force. This is not something that's supported by the states. So before we take our break, just let's take a quick moment, Toby, to describe who is behind this. Uh, we've got about two minutes, and then we'll take our break. So who is behind this introduction of this species? Well, you know, right now, the, the driving force behind it has been some of the greeny, very radical green movement organizations like Defenders of Wildlife or Center for Biological Diversity. Uh, and there's plenty of other ones. There's, you know, probably two or three dozen such organizations now. You know, I mean, they all basically serve the same purpose. And why we got so many, I don't, well, I didn't know, but I do know now, is because these people have learned how to, you know, to, to milk the system and by, by uh, uh, you know, filing lawsuits against our own federal government, our government turns around and pays them for that. They have, they have built the American public out of like almost $5 billion in the last 15 years. And, you know, that's why we have so many of them. There's a, there's a you know, there's a, a non-ending source of money out there for them. And, uh, and that's the people who have actually pushed it. Now, it is our government, though, who act, our government itself, which is responsible for this disaster. Um, you know, I mean, we have, we have one organization in this world that wants to be the one and only single world government, and that's the United Nations. And part of their, you know, their agenda is what they call Agenda 21, and that is to be the, only, the one and only single world government at that time by, by the 21st century. And, uh, and, you know, part of that is uh, they want to push all the people off the land and into the cities. And we'll get into more of this, you know, as we go along here. But, but you know, there's, there's, there's what would be hard to do would be to come up with something that's good and right about the wolf introduction, because there's not. Okay, so what we're going to do is go back um, to this subject after our break. And uh, for those of you just tuning in, I have Toby Bridges here. He has an organization called Lobo Watch. And we are going to tell the truth about what the federal government has done, much to the detriment of the uh, habitats of the western region here. We're looking primarily at... Um, at Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, significant damage. And uh, if you like what you're hearing on the Crusade Channel, please support us and become a Founders Pass member today. You can gain instant streaming, download access to every episode 
on this show. Uh, so if you have missed this first segment, please, for as little as 23 cents a day, you can go back and get that or any of our other shows on here. So we will be back after this break with Bridges of Lobo Watch. I'm Suzanne Sherman. You're listening to the Suzanne Option on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, radio the way it should be.